It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the 12th floor of 50 Pin Place in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, the home of 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK, welcome to the Tuesday episode of the Locked On Thunder Podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. And man, I'm glad to be back after three days off. A lot of OU talk having to do with Locked On Sooners, which has been fun. But gosh, I am so ready to talk some Thunder and so ready to get to training camp, which is getting closer and closer with every day, and we can finally start to have some questions answered, which I think I said that on the last podcast. But I think more importantly, I'm just ready to talk to Billy Donovan and Paul George and some of these other new guys that have uh, come into Oklahoma City, and we'll get that opportunity here in a few weeks. But uh, I think today's episode is going to shape up to be pretty good. Like some of the other off-season episodes we've done, it'll be a little bit shorter, but uh, that's all right. That's okay. Coming up on this episode, segment number one, we're going to talk about what the Thunder have done to Oklahoma City and the impact that they've had. And I'm going to try and talk about some things that maybe we don't always touch on 
when it comes with the Thunder. And, and the reason I'm doing this is I'm, I'm looking back at NewsOkay, NewsOkay.com, and they're looking back. So I'm looking back, they're looking back, and it's been 10 years since the Oklahoma City Thunder came into, an exi- came into existence. This is the 11th season for the Oklahoma City Thunder, so they're ranking all the best teams, all the best players, and I'm not really a list kind of countdown sort of guy, so I need to put my own spin on it. So we'll touch on that in segment number one. In segment number two, LeBron James has a new show on HBO called The Shop. Actually, it's not that new of a show. It was something that he was doing on the internet, which Nick Saban tried to steal, and then LeBron gave him the finger which is one more reason to like LeBron James because he told Nick Saban to kiss his butt. Actually, it would be really cool if he had Nick Saban on this show, and I think he will shortly, but LeBron James is getting some blowback from this show and the people that he had on it and who he didn't have on it, and I'm going to get into why it's a dangerous thing if everybody gets exactly what they want with LeBron James's new show, and then finally, we'll wrap it up today, and I will tell you the one word that defines the Thunder's 11 years in Oklahoma City. There is one word, without a doubt, that can sum everything up, and it's not a bad thing, but it's not always something that the Thunder fans want to hear. My name's Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game in Oklahoma City. I also work for News Radio 1000 KTOK. And coming up this winter, or actually prior to the winter, the fall, late fall, when the Thunder season starts, it looks like Randy Renner and I will be hosting a Thunder pregame show, which if we do, it will air every it will air before every Thunder game at six o'clock. That's when it will air. Home, away, doesn't matter whether you're on the West Coast or on the East Coast, it will always be at six o'clock, and it'll be on 1340 the game. And uh Hey, after having worked with Randy on uh, game day Saturday, I know that uh, he knows his stuff. He's been covering the Thunder for 10 years. I've been covering them for five. I'd like to thank Thunder Digest for letting me pirate their Twitter account so I can tweet out the Locked on Thunder podcast. And uh, what else? Uh, Wow, yeah, covered the Thunder for five. Oh, go to Locked on Thunder. Yes, go to LockedOnThunder.com. Check out all the videos that we have archived, the audios, and of course, the uh, past podcasts. If you can't tell, I'm kind of scatterbrained. Maybe this is the first time you're listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast. I think those who listen to it regularly kind of understand it. I can go off on tangents, but if this is your first time listening, come on in and enjoy the ride. So the Oklahoman is going back and doing all their retrospectives on the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're ranking the top 10 players, they're looking at the best teams that the Oklahoma City Thunder have ever had, and Eric Horn wrote a great article on why that argument goes deep, and it's not an easy argument. I think, unfortunately, the best team that Oklahoma City had, they never had, and that was the team the year before Billy Donovan came, was, I think, the best team that the Oklahoma City Thunder were going to have, and then you never got to see him perform because Kevin Durant got hurt, and that was a devastating devastating blow to the Oklahoma City Thunder fan base. And as I was reading what everybody in the Oklahoma had read and I started preparing for the show today, I was thinking, what is is my spin on this? And I wanted to talk about the city at large. Because as great as the teams are here, 
in Oklahoma City, and for as awesome as the Thunder have been, the impact on this city runs deep. It runs deep on the state. And I've talked a lot about downtown and how downtown's been boosted and, and how it's making money and how people can now go and not just have dinner, but they can have some nightlife and you can make a night out of going to a game, especially if it's on the weekend. I, I've gone through all that. But I think more importantly... What the Oklahoma City Thunder have done for the city of Oklahoma City is they've legitimized it in a way that neither OU nor OSU could. And for those of you who don't know who OU or OSU are, that's Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Because in college sports, now granted, the state of Oklahoma gets a lot of focus because of its college sports, and deservedly so. And if you look at the way ESPN covers things, because we do live in an ESPN world, their priorities are in order NFL number one, college football number two, and the NBA comes in three. And then everything else fights it out for four with Major League Baseball for the most part taking that spot. We had college football, but the focus was never here on Oklahoma City. It was on Norman or it was on Stillwater. And game day, college game day, which is my favorite show on television that centers around sports that is not TNT and is not the NBA on TNT. So it's NBA on TNT 1, college game day 2. But college game day was a staple here. OU or OSU would have a big game and you would see game day. And that would be about it. You just, you were thought of as some town you you were thought of as a state that had some great college football but that was about it and Norman and Stillwater got all the focus and everyone learned what great college towns they were and Oklahoma City just got passed up well insert the thunder when they left Seattle and of course to tell this story completely you've got to discuss Mick Coronet talking the Hornets into coming and playing in Oklahoma City while Hurricane Katrina had ravaged New Orleans. So for two years, Oklahoma City got to show off. And while that was great, everybody knew that the Hornets were just going to move back to New Orleans. And and I had to think, not living here in Oklahoma City at the time and just talking to friends, based on what they were saying, it was like, yeah, the Hornets are going to move back, but there is a chance we could get a team, but that's not guaranteed. And it would have been, hey, great, you were able to do this for two years, but you're still not a major league city. Obviously, the Thunder make Oklahoma City a major league city. And now, not only do you have the game day crew come down, but you're also getting a lot of ESPN's A-listers. Not the game day doesn't have A-listers, but Stephen A. Smith will come down. Rachel Nichols will be here. Everybody who's covered the NBA comes to Oklahoma City because now it's an atmosphere you have to experience. And through experiencing Oklahoma City, if you get here, You see what we have to offer. And it's no longer just thought of as a great college state. It's now a small market, but a small market that packs it in, has a college atmosphere, roots this team on, gets loud, has learned the NBA, not only embraced the Thunder, but but Oklahoma City is embracing the NBA more and more. I mean, I don't know what Woj's Twitter is, numbers look like as far as how many people follow him from all over the world or different states but I would imagine there's a good chunk of his pie if you did the uh, the Twitter audit 
that would tell you that he's got a, a ton of followers followers here from Oklahoma City. People want to know. And not everyone's a Thunder fan. You've got Golden State fans. Blah. Laker fans, Celtic fans. There are some Maverick fans here who people grew up rooting for these teams. But it's given us an identity that we would have never gotten through college football. It's made us, in a sense, more sophisticated. And I hate using that word because I think if you knew anything about this city, there were always pockets of it that were very sophisticated. But now we just get an opportunity to show it off and to show it off to people who can talk about it. And those who rip Oklahoma City, it's very easy to tell that they've never been here. And true, it's not going to have the clubs that Miami and Los Angeles are going to have, but we don't need it, and I'm not necessarily sure that we want it. What we want is family atmosphere, and we've got that. What we want is a place to go and park and easy to get to our cars and not have to pay a ton of money, and we have that, and we don't want a ton of traffic. We've got all that. I mean, we, we are having our cake and eating it too. Plus, this this to me is the most amazing thing that the Thunder have done. And that is they donate to schools, they get out, they do all the public affairs stuff, and they get ripped on for it here in Oklahoma City by sports talk show hosts to make fun of the book bus and everything else they do. But they've improved basketball courts at schools, not just in Oklahoma City, but all over the state. Russell Westbrook has donated books and money to help libraries inside of schools. Kevin Durant, yes, he's gone, but he had a major impact on this city. Donated for the tornado relief cause when when that hit. So it's not just giving us social currency. It's a social civic standpoint that the Thunder have been extremely impactful. And then... There's the, not as serious, but I do think that it shouldn't go unmentioned, the fact that they've brought together Oklahoma and Oklahoma State fans. This, these two fan bases were getting further and further away from each other and more nasty as time was going on because Oklahoma State, which had been dominated by OU in football and for the most part still is, has won Big 12 championships. They are now a threat in the Big 12, and they've always been, and Oklahoma State's always been good outside of football and a lot of other sports. The the fan bases would go back and forth at each other. Now you've got something that unifies this state versus just rips it apart sports-wise. And, and ripping it apart is a little bit dramatic because I know a lot of OU fans don't hate OSU. I went to OU. I don't hate OSU, but then again, I know people at both schools. So it just it can never be understated the impact that the Thunder have had. And I just I feel like even talking about it, I'm only touching the tip of the iceberg. You know, the visiting, you know, going to the hospitals and visiting kids and buying tickets for groups of people to come see games, all that stuff, as cheesy as it may sound to some people, does make a difference in people's lives. And as the Thunder continue to do what they do. They're going to gain more fans. As a member of the media, yes, I would love to see them have Sam Presti do more interviews on the radio, more interviews on TV. That's not the way the Thunder roll. I also, well, okay, insert your Garth Brooks joke there. I also would like to see Russell and more guys do radio interviews. That's not going to happen. And I do think it's kind of funny because this fan base has never really had that. They know what other NBA teams offer. They know what the Thunder do, and they kind of complain about it, and I think that's great as well. 
But I'll take it. I'll take it every day because the impact that the Thunder have made are, is so positive and it so outweighs the negative that you just can't put a price on it. And I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I did it justice there in that first segment, but I hope you really can understand that if you don't live here, that this is something special. And we're witnessing the growth of an organization and a franchise that will eventually. And yes, I'm doing a podcast called Locked On Sooners, and I live and breathe college football. But I tell you, as I sit in this studio today, that eventually the Thunder will become the most important sports property in the state of Oklahoma if they're not already there. This is the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up in segment number two, be careful for what you wish for, especially if you want LeBron James to change his show. NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for listening to the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. And if you haven't checked out Locked On Sooners, do so today. We talk about Lee Morris, who got his scholarship and how that makes an impact not only on OU, but to the group of five schools as well. Um, We get into the OU-UCLA matchup and hear Lincoln Riley talk a little bit about Chip Kelly. And what else do we talk about? Oh, yeah, I make another plea to move OU-Texas out of the Cotton Bowl and into Jerry World, and I talk about how you can win the champion, uh, win a national championship with a spread. But check it out; it's locked on Sooners. It's out now, and it's on. It's available on Apple iTunes. It's available on Google Alexa, and soon to be Spotify. And I think it's already on Stitcher. LeBron James has a new show. It's called The Shop, and I I freely will tell you I've not seen The Shop. I'm planning on watching it this Tuesday. And I love the idea that LeBron James is doing. In fact, I will go so far as to say that he stole it from Josh Ennis, who was a talk show host down in Houston, who said a long time ago that the best sports talk was always done in barbershops. And Josh went and did a show from a barbershop and had a great time doing it and was going to build something never did. Well, now LeBron, because he's LeBron, was able to start on the internet and now he brings it to HBO and it's only going to get bigger. Because of the access to guests and being on HBO, it'll make more people want to go on it. Not that they wouldn't want to go on it because, hey, it's LeBron James and who wouldn't want to hang out with him for a couple of hours? But what I love about LeBron James is he's not afraid to tackle issues. He feels the need to speak out. And if you've listened to this podcast, you know I always say that athletes need to be more than athletes. If you can have an impact, use your influence to have an impact. Colin Kaepernick, whether I agree with him or disagree with him, agree with Nike, disagree with Nike, what we cannot argue is that Colin Kaepernick had an impact. So LeBron does this and invites a lot of people on. And I don't remember the guess. I think Draymond Green was on it. Maybe that's the reason I didn't watch. But LeBron James brings people on and they talk about issues of the day, pop culture, etc. 
There were some people on the internet who criticized LeBron James saying that he needs to have somebody there that will challenge him. The problem with that, and I can tell you as somebody that did a talk show for many years on the radio, the problem with bringing somebody on to challenge LeBron James is how is this person going to challenge them? Are they going to be in his face? Are they going to be rude? Are they going to be Skip Bayless-esque? That's the only way I can think of it. Are they going to be uh, like a Rush Limbaugh where when LeBron says something, they cut him off and, and they go for the throat? Or is it going to be a situation where maybe you have a Charles Barkley who will disagree with LeBron James but will do so in a conversational matter? And if you can do that, that's fine. And I will say it as somebody who's been on both sides of that, having cut people off, been cut off myself, trying to do it conversationally, debate shows suck. I incident, yeah, I was for years did a debate show and not on purpose. There was nothing on purpose about that debate. It's just the way that the show transpired and it would drive me absolutely crazy because all I wanted to do was have conversation. If you can have a conversation, it's great. If not, then it just turns into what we see on Fox and CNN and First Take and uh, whatever the the other one is that uh, they're they're doing on Fox now. Shut up, man, or or whatever. Skip and Skip and uh, Shannon are calling it. But I just I, I think for LeBron, he's doing something that's very intelligent. Yes, would I like to see him bring a wide variety of guests in, people that have different opinions? Yes. But only if it can be a conversation and only if at the end of that conversation we can walk away feeling like we got something out of it, not that we got two guys just butting heads constantly debating each other only to have it end with uh, one guy getting their feelings hurt or maybe both getting their feelings hurt and with LeBron James, maybe somebody getting punched. And let me tell you, having seen that dude with a without a shirt, yeah, you don't want to get punched by LeBron James because not only would it hurt, but you'd probably be in the hospital for a much longer period of time than uh, you could ever guess. And maybe unless, of course, that guy's Draymond Green. You know what? If it is Draymond Green, let him get punched. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Thank you so much for joining us. Coming up, we will wrap things up today, and I will tell you about my trip to Dallas to go see a college football game in which I ran into Thunder fans. It's all right here. Oh, I didn't want to forget this. The one word that defines the Oklahoma City Thunder in their first 10 years in Oklahoma City, that's next. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you haven't yet, I would be very grateful to you to check out Locked On Sooners, the podcast that we just launched where it's obviously University of Oklahoma-centric. We talk a lot of college football. 
I try and do it in a way that is not like every other OU podcast. We have a lot of Lincoln Riley audio. We have audio from players, and um, we hey, we try and make it as much like Locked On Thunder without necessarily being like Locked On Thunder. It's Locked On Sooners. It's available at Spotify, Stitcher, Google. Alexa, and also, I don't want to go without mentioning the rest of the Locked On on Sports family, which you can get at LockedOnSports.com and also on Apple, iTunes, Google, Alexa, Stitcher, etc. Um, Locked On Sports, it's local podcasts, it's your team every day, local experts talking about the biggest stories, and Eric G. Okay, here we go. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the Oklahoma City Thunder, the one word that defines the Oklahoma City Thunder for 11 years is simple. It's almost. Almost is the one word that when you look back on the first 10 years of the Oklahoma City Thunder, that's what we're ultimately going to say. Because for all the the, the civic stuff that we got to in segment number one, the the on-the-court stuff, it was close, very close, but ultimately the Thunder did not hang a banner. And they started off like such a rocket ship. First year, terrible. Second year, playoffs. Lose to the Lakers. Year after that, well, you lose to uh, you lose to Dallas in the playoffs, and then you end up making the NBA Finals. Win a game, get beat by three, and then after that, uh, you you know the history after that, and I don't want to bring it up. It's so painful. But between Russell Westbrook getting hurt, Kevin Durant getting hurt, the three games to one lead against Golden State in the Western Conference Finals, being able to knock out San Antonio, whom everybody thought was the best team in the NBA, and then not being able to beat the Miami Heat, almost. And then you lose Kevin Durant after a bunch of almost. But almost isn't a negative thing. It's painful. It may upset you when you get an opportunity to think about how close you've come to certain goals but never reach them. But as Oklahoma City is new to the Thunder, and, and I will tell you that there's a lot of people that still have a college football mentality that freaked out, that freak out when they lose to somebody like the Kings during the regular season. They should never lose to them. Well, okay, you got to remember 82 games, it's a playoff system, and that one game in November is not really going to affect what happens in April. But with the Thunder, almost means you've been successful. Almost means you've had opportunities that other organizations and most importantly other fan bases haven't. Almost means that you've had fun paying your money going to watch this team and you've gotten a lot of joy out of it. Even if you didn't get the girl at the end of the movie. You may have had a chance to date with her, and you may have had a chance to sleep with her, and that's not nothing. And certainly the Thunder have been down that road. And now with the addition of Paul George and Steven Adams coming into his own and Jeremy Grant maybe coming into his own, you've got a core here that's set to compete for the next few years. Is time on their side? I do have my questions about time being on the Thunder side, but ultimately it's still better than what it could have been. And a lot of times when you have a team relocate from one city to another, especially going from a market that was bigger to, I think, the smallest market in the NBA, 
it can be very challenging. And there was never any guarantee that the Thunder were going to work out the way that they did. So I'll take almost. I can live with almost. Maybe not as an OU football fan, but as a Thunder fan, I can definitely deal with it because I just get the feeling in the end we get the payoff. So yes, I was down in Dallas this weekend, or Arlington, for the LSU-Miami game. And I went decked out in Thunder gear because I thought it would be rude to, to dress in crimson since I was with LSU fans and they hate Alabama and Alabama wears colors very similar to OU, if not just like OU's. So I go down decked out in Thunder gear, and as I am walking in to AT&T Stadium, or actually as I'm about to get in the line and go through all the metal detectors, some guy in, in an LSU shirt, tall, glasses, looked like he was probably early 30s, just looks right at me. In Russ, we trust, baby! Up top, high-fiving, we're jacked up. We talk maybe for five seconds about the Thunder and Paul George, and then we're off to the football game. After the game, come out of the stadium, almost right to our parking lot. Girl walks by me. She looked like a sorority girl from, from LSU. She's all dolled up. She's you know got the college football vibe going on with her checkered dress skirt kind of thing. I don't even know how to describe what she was wearing. Cute girl, though. And she says, Thunder up, OKC. Give knocks. Boyfriend was all into it as well. Gave him knocks. And they both look at me and go, PG-13. So there it is. The Thunder worldwide, big with college football fans. Apparently big with at least two LSU fans. And uh, even had some Miami fans chat me up and ask me how the season was going to go this year. I Things, again, impact that the Thunder has had. People... In one fan, in one fan base that is pretty much college in Baton Rouge, but have the Hornets and the Saints a few miles down the road, and then you've got Miami, who have the Heat, are talking about Oklahoma City and talking about them, not asking me about football, but asking me about basketball. Impact of the Thunder, hard to imagine, hard, just so hard to imagine where it is and where it was so long ago. That wraps up today's episode. I thank you very much for uh, listening today and tomorrow we'll be back to try and talk a little bit more about the on the court stuff although man if there's some good there's some good stuff to be talking about in the nba that uh we need to jump into as well but uh, thank you for listening hey any questions be sure to email me at locked on thunder pod at gmail you can also hit me up at locked on thunder on twitter and at g-e-e-h-s-o and until tomorrow, everybody love everybody as the great Jackie Moon said, and peace, love, and thunder rock. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.